Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris, and I am just on a ginger high. <laughs> I have no nausea. I have no inflammation. <laughs> I have, there's nothing wrong with me that ginger has not cured because for the last month... We've I've been eating like the ginger diet. Nothing but ginger <laughs> cookies. I see everything with a ginger haze now. <laughs> You're wearing ginger colored it's glasses. A, yeah, yeah. In fact, I have dressed all in ginger for the our final ginger cookie. I dyed my hair orange. You are all in, Chris. I, I, I went all in. And I brought to you from the cookie laboratory... A chocolate cherry ginger cookie. That sounds awesome. Do you know, I know that you and your family love ice cream, and I know that you and your family appreciate Campbell Farm ice cream. Yeah, sure. My favorite flavor there is cherry vanilla chip, which is has cherries and chocolate chips in it. Oh. So I predict I will like this cookie. And you know, I'm usually not a fan of cherries. Right, because it's a stone fruit. Yeah. I get all of those. The peaches, plums, and nectarines, and cherries are all for me. Yes, the stone fruits are not my friend. I always want peaches. to love them. So good. Oh, not for you. Mouth watering. All for me. But then I taste it and I go, blah. <laughs> but cherries are, are okay. Cherries are great. I love cherry flavored things. Oh, yeah, me too. Cherry yeah. soda. I don't like peach flavored things. Uh huh. Well, you I know, this speaks love. a little bit to the whole banana banana flavored things. Like I love peaches, uh, but I don't think I like peach flavored things except yogurt, which is peaches. I mean, there's peaches and yogurt. Yeah, it's not a flavoring thing. I don't even like the flavor of peaches if I bite into them. Well, you don't like them at all. No. But you're saying you do like cherry flavor. I do like cherry flavor. I'm not a huge fan of the cherry. I don't hate it. I love it. I love it. Well, you're going to love these cookies. Let's do it. It's Tell from me the all New about York it. Times. New York Times again. again. Yeah, I think they may have sponsored everything except for the last cookie we did. Is it one of the good ones or one of the ones where like my mom ends up with a bunch of crumbled lemon no, I crumbs? No, it's a good one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> According to the National Institute of Health. Shout out to Dr. Fauci and whoever his replacement is, who's also my friend <laughs> Melissa's boss. Interestingly, ginger does not grow in the wild and its actual origins are uncertain what the indian uh, population and the chinese are believed to have produced ginger as a tonic root for over five thousand years wait a minute back up i don't understand what you just said you said that the origins of ginger are unknown right but we know it's from indonesia and the rhizomes fix the nitrogen that's where it is now and it's cultivated oh where did it come from? That's what we don't know. Oh <laughs> I had no idea. Okay, go on. According to thegingerpeople.com. <laughs> no less of an authority than. Uh, in the 14th century, a pound of ginger cost as much as one sheep. <laughs> no, that's that's a lot. No, I'm laughing, but that's a lot, right? Yeah. Because sheep weigh many pounds. So it's like 30 times the price of sheep. A pound of ginger, yeah. Yeah, at more because sheep weigh more than 30 pounds. I don't know how much a sheep weighs, but yeah, I imagine they do weigh more than 30 pounds. Yeah. 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 This is a lot. <laughs> By the mid 16th century, Europe was receiving 
more than 2,000 tons of dried ginger a year. Just from imagine how many sheep. East <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't fit that many on ships. You would need the Noah's Ark. For, yeah. But sheep only. A sheep only voyage of the Noah's Ark. <laughs> it was so popular in the Middle Ages <laughs> that it was placed on the table like salt and pepper. So in what form? Like a honking root? Or like dried? I think dried okay. and you could shave it. And in the 19th century. A microplane on the table. Yeah. The ginger. It, it was sprinkled in beer. And originally the source of ginger ale. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And most importantly, it could be used to ginger a horse. What does that mean? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Ginger could be placed up the backside of the horse. No, 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 no. (laughs) Say no more. So that it would prance more energetically around the show ring. That's not okay. Talk about a carrot and a stick. Well, what? it's an anti-inflammatory, so it didn't do anything bad. It just, you know, puts a little pep in their step. This episode of Cookie Lab should come with some sort of trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there we go. Ginger, <laughs> ginger has many, many, many uses. We don't know where it came from. Maybe it's also from a genie. Maybe it's from a barista in Berkeley, California. Yeah, or we invented it here on Cookie or Lab. That guy in and Baltimore went back who pretended in a time he machine invented tiramisu. Uh, okay, we'll have to talk about him when we do tiramisu cookies. Okay, but now it's time to eat the final ginger cookie. Mm. It has a pleasing chunk, which could be chocolate. Or a cherry. (laughs) I put chunks of chocolate in from a huge chocolate bar. How did you chunk it up? With like a chisel? With a knife. Mm. I use dried cherries and chop those up as well. It's got a great chewy texture. It's chewier than any of the other things we've done. Like then the gingerbread, the ginger snap. It's... Yeah. Do you remember when you made hard and a red velvet outside? cookie? Yes. That gave me cognitive dissonance because I, if it seemed like a ginger molasses cookie in chewiness. Oh, yeah. this is more like a ginger molasses. Do you? Cookie. Does this have any molasses in it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love the cherry and the chocolate. I think that's the only hard part of this cookie, is as you make it into balls that you then roll in turbinado sugar. Yeah. You have to make sure that each ball has chocolate and a cherry. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you didn't want them to be like protruding from the ball. It would be okay. It would be okay. All right. Are you ready for science? Absolutely. What are you thinking for science this week? I'm thinking anti-inflammatories. Okay. Like a ginger root up the butt? (laughs) 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 Or something more subtle? I, I... some something a little more subtle, okay. as we've talked about straight out of the mouth of the National Institute of Health. One of the many health claims attributed to ginger is its purported ability to decrease inflammation, swelling, and pain. And as we know, data suggests that ginger may exhibit these anti-inflammatory effects. However, we don't know why. Inconsistencies in clinical studies have led to the debate regarding the effectiveness and safety of ginger for inflammatory treatments. Well, what do they say over at sponge.co.uk? 
<laughs> or more so the house of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. We're going to move right on to charities. Okay. Yeah. The NIH. Ginger, peace out. It's been great. Let's hear about the cherries. I'm sure cherries have awesome health benefits. Let me tell you about some of them. Okay. okay. Tell me. Well, <laughs> I know that drinking cherry juice can be helpful if you have gout, which is not inflammation. It's crystals. Are you sure of that? Yes. Or is it a placebo? I don't know. I think it's I think it's science. <laughs> I think it's science because I have a study of one. <laughs> Cherries are a rich source of polyphenols. That sounds like something like I would paint my garage with. What is... And vitamin I want, C. Do I want to eat polyphenols? Yeah. Okay. Because they have antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Yes, tell of me Of course, more. in test tubes. In vitro results from published animal and human studies in vivo suggest that consumption of cherries may reduce the risk of several chronic inflammatory diseases such as arthritis yeah okay furthermore there is evidence that cherry consumption may improve sleep cognitive function and recovery from pain after strenuous exercise Wow. Yeah. There Those e are all things I can appreciate. There exists evidence to suggest that cherry consumption may promote healthy glucose regulation. Oh, another thing I need to work on. From all the cookies. <laughs> and my blood work at my physician. <laughs> Future studies are needed to confirm whether these findings translate to reduced risk of diabetes but it has been shown to in real studies with yeah subjects promote not just... healthy glucose regulation and so what's the recommendation then should i eat more cherries yeah okay or drink cherry juice or any of the cherry products such as cherry cola <laughs> and, and cherry Dr. Pepper. Cherry Twizzlers. <laughs> no, none no. of those. No? But the ginger chocolate cherry cookie. Is a health perhaps food? Perhaps could be a health food. Okay, you heard it here first. But remember, don't eat raw eggs, anybody. <laughs> and as your children now reach for these cookies, you can slap their hand and say, keep your paws off my cookies. They're medicinal. That's right. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. Prescribed to me from the... From Dr. Chris in his lab. At the NIH and Cookie Lab. <laughs> Cheers, Very Jill. good. Well, I, I'm going to have to come up with something totally new for next time. Okay. Can't wait to see what it is. Me too. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. It's Cookie Lab. 